everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello! Daniel Bloodworth. Hello. And Brandon Jones. Hello! Michael Huber, what is your goal this week? Uh, to <laughs> talk about... No. Yes, to talk about Star Wars and Harry Potter. Wow, oh, nice. Wow. Huber, I feel like I was a teacher who just called on a student who was not paying attention. <laughs> that happened a lot to me in school. <laughs> yeah. Huber, uh, what country yeah. are we talking about right now? Uh, Michael? Uh, Daniel Bloodworth, what is your goal? Um, my goal is to pick Huber's brain. Ooh, t- to draw right. out some piece of information that is uh, unique to Huber knowledge. Nice. Wow, that's Locked really good. Away. Jones, what is your goal this week? My goal is at some point to say, wow, unexpected. <laughs> okay. All right. I hope my goal, I want to give you something. I want to give you something that's unexpected. Oh, great. I mean, that's not my goal. Okay. Uh, my goal is to uh, respectfully retire my catchphrase, what a nightmare. Let's begin corrections music. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, Mark Laidlaw was the head writer of Half-Life 2, not just a writer uh, in many of the Half-Life games. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a big one. Is that a big correction? Yeah. Um, I think it gives perspective for sure. Okay. Like to say that, like, no, that he, he's the one that made the story that everyone was yeah. hanging on for. I get that, I get yeah. that. It's just weird because, like, they just have, like, the equal credits. Oh, sure. You know? Uh, sure, but sure. you're right. I should have known that chat uh, comment. Well, I mean, maybe you should have. Like, I wouldn't have known off the top of my head. Uh, many commenters also wanted to make it clear that it was a sufficient closure for them. We wondered, like, is this really going to make anyone happy? Like, yeah, it'll make me happy. Nope. Oh, huh? not for Huber. Nope. Not for everybody. Look. You mean the, no. reading the thing wasn't good enough for closure, and if it, but if it had made, it would be? Or you just didn't like the... If it was made, I'd, I'd, like, I need... I need the product. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. In my hands. But this was the best they could do. It's the best they could do. Better than nothing. Uh, while Sony isn't directly involved with the voice actor strike, Formosa Interactive is, and Sony uses them as a signatory. Hmm. Hmm. So when it was, you know, like it was like, here's everybody we're striking against. Sony wasn't in there, but Formosa was. And so, you know, it wasn't quite correct for me to say Sony isn't. Uh, Yakuza Online, which is coming to 2018, in 2018, is on mobile as well. Uh, so that's a free-to-play with uh, item-based microtransactions, yeah. and uh, it launches the new protagonist of the Yakuza franchise, Harry Guy. Old greasy dude. Old greasy dude. I don't think okay. he's old. He doesn't look old. He looks younger than we do. That's the thing, is like, they always say in the games, they always call Kazuma an old man. Yeah. But he's like 30-something. That's, dude, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's all anime. It's like, it's like once yeah. you're 28, you're an old man. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> he's older now, but still. In, 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 the, in, in organized crime? Probably, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like in Yakuza 1, they called him old man. We're on yeah. 6 now. <laughs> like, how old are you? Ooh, we got a correction straight from Rick Hogue of Hogue Law. Yes. Nice. Uh-oh. On a roll. Even better, even better, it's a Damiani correction. <laughs> Because Damiani made the argument that maybe Mark Laidlaw, uh, it was okay for him to leak the story if he did it outside of the office on napkins. Here's the response. While Damiani is correct that use of company time, equipment, and office space is a factor in IP ownership, in general, IP created that is related to your employer's business or anticipated business will be your employer's. 
even if the employee creates it on their own time or their own cocktail napkins, etc. Get owned, Michael Damiani. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope the hoe wrote that, but yeah. No, 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 no. And actually, many in the comments suggested that Laidlaw's NDA was simply up. But I don't buy it. I, like, we mm. need uh, definitive evidence on that because it's hard for me to imagine this NDA that's like, okay, and on this date, on this specific <laughs> date, you can make a post, but you must change the names and you must be very cute and call it fanfic. Like, I don't believe that is how specific the NDA was. Why change the names? Why do all those turnarounds? Mm. There's so much we don't know. I mean, for all we know, he could have called up Gabe and been like, yo, can I just do this? Hubert, I buy that more than the NDA was up. I buy that more. Yeah, yeah, it makes more sense to me. But I did Game want to care. acknowledge that comment because it clearly not. Many times. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't done anything. Yeah, Sonic Forces is gonna be forty dollars. I, I assumed it would. I assumed mm. it was gonna be a sixty dollar game uh, a few episodes ago. We learned last week that it's a forty dollar game for sure. Uh, crazy. That's an instant. Yes, that just went from a, I don't know to yep. I'm in. And finally, Sonic 3D Blast is the name of the Sonic 3D game. Oh, that had uh, the Vector and all those guys? We played as... No, that's Sonic Chaotix. Blood? Please don't. Uh, and okay. correction music, please. I, no more Sonic correction. No more. <laughs> no more. I know too much already. Uh, I had like five unexpected opportunities just in corrections alone. I hope I didn't like exhaust them all. Oh, for surprises? <laughs> I was just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jones. This one might surprise you. We have an update and, and, and a challenge. Uh, so it turns out Master Sifo-Dyas is not in Star Wars The Clone Wars for Xbox 360. Please find a game he's in. Find a Sifo-Dyas. There's no and way. And don't like create a character. Yeah. Don't create a character. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't Unless be cute about this. somehow in some weird Clone yes. Wars or Rebels. That's what I want. Spin-off Game Boy game. But we don't even know what he looks like. To our audience. Yes, exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, well no, wasn't he in, in the series, an episode right? of the Clone Wars series? Yeah, I think we get to oh, see him in the Clone Wars yeah. series. Please let us know if Master Sifo-Dyas is in any video game so we may celebrate that video game. Yeah. Uh, we want to play. We want to play. If he's playable, that's a, that's huge. That's <laughs> that's a bonus. I'd love to play a Cyphodius. I gotta know his story. I gotta know what went down. <laughs> but let's get to news. You you know my favorite way to start a podcast is a video game announcement. We all know that. Yeah. We have a strange one. We got a a, a fringe case. We have uh, no more heroes. Travis strikes again. Yeah. Because this has basically already been announced. Yes. Right. And so, Jones, we figured it out. It was the... Uh, it, Nintendo did have a staged event for the Switch in January of this year. It's hard to remember things like that. Mm -hmm. It was It was wow, the beginning it of this so year. much... It's nothing that long ago. Yeah. That this thing happened. Yeah, 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 I yeah. guess it did. Weird. And so, yeah, Suda51 came out on stage and said, Travis, touchdown, is coming back. And they had the image. He had a shirt. And it actually said, uh, Travis strikes again on his shirt. And so now we know that is that is the name of the game. That is the game we're playing. Travis Strikes Again or Travis Strikes Back? Travis Strikes, strikes again. again. Strikes Again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stranger Things font. And the, it's the Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things, Things font. font. That's right. <laughs> it's a, like, that's a almost direct rip. I don't know if it's the exact same font, but... Uh, Do you think that's like some Kojima-level thing going on there? Stranger Things nod? I don't know if it's a nod so much as Suda51 saw a cool font and says, I want that. Okay. I think sure. that's what it was. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, there's some interesting details that we learned at PAX. Uh, uh, this game, Travis Touchdown of No More Heroes, uh, takes place, I think, seven years later. Um, in this game, we're traveling through the worlds of six indie games. 
Yeah. The one that was mentioned, the one that is is not, wasn't demonstrated, but we saw it in the reveal trailer, uh, is uh, Hotline Miami. So Travis Touchdown will be in the world of Hotline Miami within this game and five other indie games. Uh, you, it'll still be a third-person action game. You still have your same beam sword, uh, but you'll be in those worlds, and that's sort of the the uh, the the theme of the game. So cool. Yeah. yeah, too cool. They, they did mention Shovel Knight at some point too, right? Yeah, they did mention Shovel Knight, but Shovel Knight will not be a world he travels to, unfortunately. Mm. It is oh, much more likely okay. it's just a shirt that he's going to wear. No. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> that would be so cool. It's gotta be like a bonus mission, or maybe I, a could, bonus... I could see it being like a, a bonus thing, like a bean sword skin, like. Oh, it's a shovel? Yeah. Yeah, cool. that's a cool shovel. idea. Yeah. Well, but that brings up an excellent point that like even if he's going to six worlds, he can still mention loads of games. Mm-hmm. They can still you know, have references all over the place to different things. Yeah. Even like little Easter eggs, like Yeah. Go and nuts. That, and Jones, sink at that that was a weird thing. As soon as at PAX, he says, Hey, indie devs, get at me. We're yeah. not done with the game yet. Yeah, Talk yeah. to me. And that what was an like opportunity, the, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sure cool. he's getting inundated right now. And he said so by the end of PAX. And just like, yeah, actually, I made a lot of connections this weekend. Cool. It's pretty good. I'm going to add a lot of stuff to the game. So the game's pretty early in development, clearly. But uh, that's the concept. Blood, what do you think about that concept of visiting indie games in particular? Um, I think it's cool. I think it'll be interesting. I think Hotline Miami definitely fits the the Travis Touchdown vibe, the No More Heroes vibe. And I think that's a really good one to open with, for yeah, sure. I, I, I think that uh, there are already a lot of kind of things like that for the character, with him being into anime and everything, that this doesn't really feel like out of place to me. Yeah. Like, I can see Travis Touchdown getting into all of this, getting to these different worlds, and having a crazy time with the ultraviolence of Hotline Miami for sure. Yeah. So it'll just be really interesting to see uh, what the other games are going to be and how crazy different they will be. Because one thing about Hotline Miami too is it's not really like a Nintendo indie focused kind of game. Like, is that even on a, a Nintendo platform? No. Yeah, so that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's what's cool. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting to see him reach out. And for Nintendo, we'll cover this on Friend Code. Nintendo is embracing indies hard. Yeah, and it's so interesting they to should. see what they're doing. Yeah, as system. they should. But you know, we've we've heard a lot of these rumors about Sony just sort of like cutting off so much of their indie program and like not having them at E3 and all yeah. that. So and and it makes sense for both parties. To, to just be all in on indies because, you know, Switch doesn't have Evil Within 2 or Wolfenstein or uh, Assassin's Creed. It, it, it doesn't have these games, mm-hmm. but it can have all of these great indie games that don't need some super mega processor to run. And a lot of them are going to benefit from being able to take those games with you. So I, I, I think it really works really well. Uh, I... I do wish they didn't have the word Nindies. The oh, I love word... Nindies. You really? I need the panel. Huber, Nindies or, or Indies? Nindies. Jones, Nindies or Indies? Indies. Okay, all right, we're split. Right down the middle of the table. <laughs> I love it. It's a good way. I think like, it's, it's a good way to... Thing. It's a branding. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. its branding. own thing. It is a branding, which is good. And because when you think of Shovel Knight, I think it's a Nindie. And Shovel Knight's obviously on many platforms, but because it's launching on Switch, that's a Nindie, yeah. baby. Brand manager's way down with the yeah. Indies. But yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I always lean toward the suit. I lean toward branding. I love it. 
But uh, I think I think that's another on. important part about it too is yep. like Shovel Knight coming first to Switch, SteamWorld yep. Dig Two coming first to Switch. That does a lot of goodwill for mm-hmm. for Nintendo's part. Yeah. And if they're not getting the love on other platforms and they feel like they're you know getting drowned out by all these other games and all these other you know small games that people you know are are more interested in than then yeah, that's a place for them to shine. And here's a strange thing, panel, is I think this game, I think Travis Strikes Again, almost does as much good as some AAA titles do for other platforms. Uh, uh, I'd put it maybe, let's say, like Quantum Break level. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's Suda51. It's uh, Mm -hmm. It's Grasshopper. I should have mentioned that. It's Grasshopper's working on Yeah. Legendary game creator, exclusive to the Switch. Mm -hmm. This is a big get. Yeah. Uh, to wrap up this conversation, I want to have the fun conversation of what indie worlds you think he should travel to. In, like, think of the indie games. Where do you want to see Travis touch on go? Since I have a pause, I got a no, list. I got that. a list. You want to run through this list? Okay. What do you got, Jones? You thought of a horrible one. Well, one thing's worth saying is we're yeah. talking about, we keep using the terminology Travis Touchdown is exploring these worlds. Yeah. He's an assassin, right? Yes. So he's going to these worlds to kill someone, I'm assuming. No, no, no. He's put in a challenge. He's like sucked into the, like something bad happens with this Aww. cursed game console. He's sucked in. Aww. And this guy who wants to kill him is there too. I think his name's Bad Man. Yeah. Because that would be fun. Because then you, you'd think there's some reason why one of those... You know, your favorite hero from this the, this <laughs> yes, indie Jones. game. It's like, time to take him down. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> so, like, it'd be fun to be kind of at odds with what he's doing and just like, oh, I actually like this game. I don't want you to run through it and destroy it. Like, mm-hmm. it's too bad. Yeah. Because I was thinking, what if it was, like, some, like, uh, uh, member of the Finch family mm. that they didn't go into in Edith Finch? Edith Finch? Then it, like, turns out that he took him out. Oh, that'd be cute. That'd That's, be like, cute. the story. Like, oh, I yeah. forgot. There's my cousin that Travis <laughs> Touchdown <laughs> jumped through a portal and decapitated. <laughs> uh... How like how about like Hyper Light Drifter? When that actually sick? is what I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. I think that works Super really well. But good. to see that in 3D, mm-hmm. like that'd be fascinating. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. How about Cuphead? <laughs> Almost impossible. Almost impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Microsoft is actually publishing that. Yeah. How about No Man's Sky? <laughs> oh wow. I would love him to go into No Man's Sky. Be, there's no oh there's the aliens, but there's no like It would be kind of hard to make that work but yeah it's, it's funny can a lot I, of strong characters in no man's sky can you know? i say any game say how about and then say a game yeah. anything yeah how about streets of rage please i think it would conflict with the idea of him supporting indies right like, the idea of but like how about it panel how about streets of rage <laughs> come on i think it would work oh for sure, sure. Yeah. okay Th- thematically yeah it's just you got not some an, stuff it's just not an indie yeah how about undertale Undertale's ooh, ooh, that's perfect. Good. Yeah, is it? talk about like a clash of ideas. Yeah, yeah, my exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And like you are rewarded if you strike no one with your beam yes. sword as you're through that. Be cool. Oh, that'd be so good, Kyle. Undertale is great. Do we have more how abouts? Thimbleweed Park. No, you have to say how about how about Thimbleweed Park. <laughs> yes, Jones. <laughs> because you're right. You're right. The the 2D ones are are tricky in that you'll have to translate them into a 3D world. Uh, and so, I mean, there's a lot of work there. Uh, Hotline Miami, though, is a 2D game. And so, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool to see what they put up with that. Put up there. How about... Here we go. Inside. Oh, yes. <laughs> nobody talks in yes. it. Like nobody, they don't have faces. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a good one. It's freaky. How about ukulele? I was thinking that too. Yes, you did it. You did it. Nice. You did it. So good. Please, yep. please, ukulele. 
How about <laughs> Friday the 13th? Okay. Travis yes. v. Jason. Yes. <laughs> that's a stretch. But and, and in sure. that section of the game, you can you can hop into other people's games. Like that's the online component. Sure. So like you could be you could be Jason in that. <laughs> and like and like it drops games every now and then, and Travis is like upset about it. Yeah. You know, like it'll drop the game, and he's like, not again. Oh. <laughs> How about the Banner Saga? Ooh, yes. Oh, he's dropped in like a pretty serious world with like grit music. <laughs> the giant snake. That's fun. That's really, really fun. It's like or destroying just the just earth. Just on the road, you know, mm-hmm. just going. With, like, big, a big old caravan. sequence and you're like cameras in front of you. How about Noby Noby Boy? <laughs> I would love it. I'd love it. Are we out of how abouts? How about oh. I think I'm out. Nidhogg 2. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, a Jones, really great. good one. That's a yes, really that's good, good one. You just but like you can't move in three dimensions. Yeah, yeah. So, like you just, just have to go straight. It's three D, but it's just yeah. side scrolling with him. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, that was a fun game. That's fun. How about we got a little bit? Be fun if that got DLC. If they like had a couple of, like once the game was almost mm-hmm. done, then like we're like oh cool. We'll throw yeah, it is interesting. Like it, it sounds like they don't have anything solidified with this game. It's so weird that they're like it's gonna be six. How about? <laughs> Shenmue. Yes! It's indie! Why not? It's, it's indie. indie! It's indie! Let's do it! Yes! Suda and Suzuki. Yeah! Collaboration. Love on each other. Let's do it. Go. Yes. That way Shenmue gets the love on the Switch? Yeah. It's and win-win. I feel like Ryo's like against you. Yeah. Because he's a man of, 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 of character. For sure. Of virtue. Yeah. And so he wants nothing to do with you. Yeah, Travis is sketch. Yeah. What's the claw guy? What was like the nasty like... I forget his name. Yeah. How about mm. Scorn? Yes! Scorn! Jones! Jones, yes! It's good. It's I mean, not bad. Scorn won't be out before this game, I don't think. Who but. cares? We're just playing How About. How about? We're just playing There's How no About. wrong answers. Yeah. Shenmue 3 won't be out. Yeah. yeah. True. I don't know. What? I can see Shenmue being out before this. This seems to me like a 2019 game. We have a more complete trailer for this game than Shenmue 3 has. No, we don't. Yes. We have a full trailer now. No, that trailer Teaser did not one. have facial animations. So? It's, oh. 2018 is Shenmue 3 most likely. Or, if it slips again, 2019. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think it's going to be later than 2019 for Shenmue 3. I think this is a 2019 game for sure. There's no way this is coming out next year. I think courting courting indie developers at PAX at the end of 2017. I know, dude. Come on. There's no way this game comes out next year. No, I think he probably. I think he has a six locked. I think the courting of indies is either for like what we were saying for DLC, t-shirts and the weapons, or for all this other cameo stuff for sure. Okay, it's kind of confusing in interviews. Actually, I think some of the indie worlds might not actually be based off of games in particular, and they're like it's a made-up indie game. Mm. It's very confusing actually to like try to like sift through the actual plans of the game. Um, Huber, you want to make a bet? Sure. Uh, So I'll say Travis Strikes Again comes out first. Okay. And you say Shenmue Three comes out first. Mm -hmm. The stakes of the bet are. If and when uh, Travis Strikes Again comes out first, you must you must attempt to make an indie game. What? Yeah. Uh, so here's wow. the thing. I'm not unexpected. Ma- I'm, I'm not. Gonna- oh, <laughs> so 
Hubert, I won't make you make any, like, go into any program or anything. You have okay. to just come up with a design document. Okay, okay. You have to come up okay. with a concept, come up with a title, okay. uh, and, and come up with a plan of the game, what, how the game would play out, and you have to do a presentation of it live on a stream. Okay. Okay. You mm -hmm. have to stream. It's always a stream, man. Because I'm time. giving the people what they I, want. Hubert's doing a stream. He's going to do this presentation on yeah. a stream. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to stream. Mm-hmm. A little-known game that I love Ooh. called Alien Isolation. Ooh. Mm. How long? Till you see the alien. Oh, that's such oh, a good okay. bet. Okay. That's okay. a good bet. Okay, okay. Lock it in. That's a good bet. Okay. Okay. Whichever those two games comes out first, <laughs> I'm sweating that one. I really I have no idea. I know you're sweating. Ed's Ortiz, get that on the tracker. Yeah, that's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. a long wait. Get that on the tracker. <laughs> that could be another one like me and Damiani with Final Fantasy 15 and Last Guardian where it just lasts years. <laughs> I wanted to cover, uh, we had an announcement from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. That the game has sold over 10 million copies. And we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast, mostly in love and respect, uh, in regards to like how what kind of impact it'll have on future game design and things like that. But I wanted to spend some time talking about this game in particular because we haven't on this podcast. I finally played it the other day for the first time. You finally played it for the first time. I finally played it. And what, sorry, John. I don't know what, what I'm waiting for. I, I should just play it. Yeah. Don't be intimidated. That no, is the intimidated. No, it's just, you know, it's, no, because of how yeah. busy we are and, yeah, and yeah. how much there is Jones. Yeah, I think a lot of the appeal to this game is being able to hop in for one game at a time because mm -hmm. a game like can last anywhere from you know five minutes to twenty five minutes. But it has an established max because yeah. of the way that the map exactly shrinks, yes. yes. There's like a limit to Physically how long it cannot be longer than totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. I played my first game. I got four kills. And I got fourth place. Nice. I was pumped. Wow. Were you being pumped. strategic? Yeah. It was, and I was playing Huber style. You know, I was going in. I, I played at Brad's Let's house. Let's run, run me through it. Run me through yeah, the entire match. It was so fun. Run me fun. through the entire match. This game is hype. Okay. First of all, like visually, it, it it looks good enough. It looks good. good. I like the way this game looks. Um, what do you like about the way this game looks? Like, no offense to like Daisy and 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 stuff, but like sometimes, and like Rust. Yeah, you know, it's, they're just kind of grody. I think this is a grody looking game. I th I think the map I played is like you know you're in the. It's the one map. There's only one map. Yeah, in the, whole the game. map is is you know there's there's color. There's green. Okay. There's you know mountains. Like it it looks it looks okay. I think it's going for realism, especially with the character designs. Yeah. yeah. It's got color variety, which I liked. It's not just like an all gray game or something. Okay, all right, but continue. So, okay, you're dropped in. So you you start out like all the players are right there. Uh, you know, you do a countdown. Everyone is there. Uh, the first, of course, I do not make this up. Okay, <laughs> my very first interaction with this game. Yeah. The very first thing someone said, I cannot repeat on this podcast because it's so. Why is there's like group chat? In that. Area, I think, because everyone is huddled proximity up. Chat? It's like a proximity pre-lobby thing. Oh, I've seen the pre-lobby. Okay. Yeah. So, ridiculous. So you hear people on headsets yeah. just yammering just off? Yammering, yeah. Okay, all right. Out of control. All right. Anyway, that was the only chat I heard in the game, so that was fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you're in a plane, the game starts off, and you choose when to hit the eject button on this plane. 
Right. But so you, you do know the drop zone, right? You know the zone where the circle will close in on. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I, well, I didn't really know. Like, I knew that the map was shrinking, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to really read the map. I was like, wait, is this the safe zone? Is this the bad zone? Okay. Because there's, like, little red areas mm -hmm. that I didn't really know what was going on. I was like, I'm just going to avoid that. So I drop in, and this game is awesome because it's like, all right, where do I go? Where yeah. do I go? House. I'm going yeah. there. I'm how many, how many people in a match? 50. 50 people all yeah. trying to kill each other. All trying to kill each other. Yes. There's two modes. There's every man for themselves, mm -hmm. or there's co-op, yeah. or it's you and a buddy. Yeah. So I just go in solo. I'm like, all right, I'm going to the house. So I go in. Mm -hmm. I'm getting supplies. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling good. Did you find a gun? What? Yeah. Okay. What I really like, too, and another reason this game is succeeding is because the inventory and all that stuff is very intuitive. Great. Okay? Mm. A lot of these PC games, a lot of these survival games, it's cumbersome. There's a steep learning curve. It's hard to, like, you have to, like, get rid of stacks of ammo because you're over-encumbered. Mm. It, it's all very confusing. This is just like, all right, head item, boom. Gun, boom. Mm -hmm. Pants, boom. Really easy, you know, my first game and I knew exactly what I was doing. So it's like very welcoming in that sense. So I'm snooping around some houses, getting yeah. things, surviving. What's also really fun is it, it is it reminded me of poker tournaments. Yes. Which I like. I get that, dude. I absolutely yes. get that. Poker tournaments are way different than a cash game. Mm -hmm. Poker tournaments are cool because you can just be sitting back, you know, folding some hands and, and playing it safe. Mm -hmm. People are dropping. Yeah, boom. <laughs> boom. That's a great boom. analogy. Like yes. this guy killed forty seventh place. Yeah, this guy killed forty sixth place. So people are dropping, right? They're betting too high, and I'm feeling good. Oh my yep. god, I'm surviving. You know, top forty, <laughs> top thirty. So you've not killed anybody yet. So You're I top thirty, haven't killed a soul. I think it was like yeah, like top thirty something. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I get into another house. Yeah, and I go into the bathroom and I find a shotgun. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm there feeling go. really good. Uh -huh. So I'm like camping in a <laughs> in like a bathroom, and I just hear. <laughs> like because you're wearing like headphones or yeah. you have like the, the speakers yeah, yeah you, headphones. Got, you got them so I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like Brad dude someone's here man someone's coming so uh -huh. I'm like freaking out guy opens the door boom 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 <laughs> like, so you you went in the bathroom and closed the door yeah you can close doors which is key because yeah. when you come up to houses and the yeah. doors are open you're like hmm, yeah. somebody's been here yeah so I shut the door so I know he's coming. He opens the door. We have a shootout. He's down. Another guy comes in. Oh. Boom. Get him. Two kills. Because that guy thought he could clean up. Yeah. The second guy. He came yeah. in. Exactly. He yeah, came yeah. in trying to clean up. What I also like, too, is you can take a couple hits. It's not like one shot you're down. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you have some armor, you can survive a little bit. Did you loot their bodies? Loot, looted their bodies. Nice. Stuck with the shotgun. Okay. Also had a rifle, I think, too, for long range. Because what's great is there's close proximity stuff. In houses, but then long range, mm -hmm. like hills and hills and valleys, and the map is shrinking. Yeah. And that's another thing I love about this game is when the map shrinks, it forces you to move. Mm. You cannot just camp. You yeah. have to run over the hills and make yourself vulnerable. Like when the map started shrinking, it's like, okay, get to that zone. You're running out of time. It drains your life. Yeah. It's basically when the, when the circle closes, it yeah. starts draining your life rapidly. So I'm like, yeah. oh my God, it's, I, I'm not going to make it. And yeah. I'm just like sprinting across the, the, the grass, mm -hmm. totally vulnerable. I'm like, please don't see me. Please don't see me. So I see another guy in a field. I kill him. I have like one. While you're running with the with the circle closing. Yes. Whoa. He was there too running. I get him. Uh huh. We got to another like factory area, kill the guy like with a machine gun or whatever. So I got like four kills. 
we're down to like 20 people, mm -hmm. down to 10 people. I'm like, dude, top And you're 10. hiding in the factory still? Yeah. Okay. So then, <laughs> this game's insane. So then it closes again. And it's like, all right, this is going to be the small area on the bottom. And I see that there's a little sliver there because there's like this little island type area on the bottom of the map. Mm -hmm. So I get a boat and I take the boat and I go around the back way. Cool. All the way to the back. I drop the boat off. I jump out of the boat and I start swimming to like this little patch of safety. <laughs> So then I get in the little patch of safety and yeah, I'm like yeah. on basically a beach. Yeah. You know, like this is like probably, this is the last stand. Yeah. I, I didn't know that, but it was. Yeah. People are dropping. It's like top five. Mm -hmm. Are you hearing gunshots? Hearing gunshots. Yeah. People are dropping. I'm freaking out because I panic in high pressure situations. Yeah. And then it's like the map, I think shrunk one more time and I had to run into the, into the safe area. And then I started getting hit like, pop. And I'm like, where, 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 where are they? Dead. Yeah. Fourth place. Fourth place, though. That was it. Mm. And it was so fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, like, that was it. Yep. I was like, okay, I'm going to go have, like, lunch or something. One game mm. felt so meaty and rewarding. Like, especially in today's, today's of 2017, where every game is 30, 40, 50 hours. Right. These long-term commitments this is such a beautiful game to pick up for short, controlled bursts. Huber, I'm so grateful for that story. We don't do a lot of like we don't do a lot of like game <laughs> stories on uh. this podcast, but I think it's really good for illustrating what is special about this game. Yeah. And so I want to get back to its 10 million. 10 million. 10 million. And on Twitch when I was when I was playing. Yep. Th that was the reason I played. I'm like, all right, it's time. I'm jumping. It's time. It was doing, number one it's game. It's on Twitch. It was number one at oh, yeah. that moment. It's number one on Twitch. It's yeah. number one on Steam. This game only came out in March, by the way, of this year, wow. and it's uh, thirty dollars. It's Steam Early Access. It's mm -hmm. still an early access game, but yeah, it's it's reached these heights in that amount of time. Crazy. And yeah, Huber, thank you for for illustrating why it's special. I'm curious, Blood or Jones, if you have any more impressions of, of why this game in particular has seen the success. I think that it's very clearly it's a fun game to watch. And so because people have been streaming it, it just gets that natural momentum. You know, the stories like Huber's, people see that, they, they hear that story that sounds great. They want to hop in, they pick it up, they do the same thing, they stream, more people see it. Mm -hmm. It just it just seems to be like this just crazy chain of, uh, you know, of just word of mouth, more or less. Jones, do you think it'll stick? Do you think this will be a legendary game? Yes. Why? I th one of the things that I've noticed about this game that I think contributes to its popularity is that getting chicken dinner, getting first place, is hard and rare, but not impossible. That, like, if you're committed to this game and you have played it a lot this year, it, you've probably it. gotten it. Like, it's, yeah. you've probably had, you know, and, like, I think it's a little mix of skill, experience, getting to know the map, understanding player behavior, and just mm -hmm. that little dash of luck. You poker know, just that little poker turn. It's, it is. Just, it's, it's, it's in those turn. moments yeah. where you're out in the field running, mm -hmm. like, yeah. you just happen to be in a spot where nobody, everyone's busy with other people and they didn't yeah. see you. And yeah. so it, it's neat seeing. I think I've seen like 500 people in my Twitter feed just at different moments be like, I did it! You know, like, and it's kind of like getting a hole-in-one in a golfing game or a yeah. home run in a baseball game where you're just like, that made this whole gaming experience great for me that like, even if I never get to that point, even if I never win, 
I just I just imagine like playing a fighting game and you're like, there's no way I'm gonna win a tournament in Tekken Seven. Like I like watching other people play, but mm-hmm. like I'm certainly not gonna ever get first place. But you feel like the you competition is just so huge. Yeah. Whereas it seems like a kind of game that like even if there's the the absolute best player at, at Battlegrounds out there, whoever that is, he or she has probably gotten owned billions of times in that game because mm-hmm. it's just it's that type of you know it's that type of just chaotic experience. Open a where, door, someone's there just waiting. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, with 50 people yeah what's, you know what what's huge too and should not be understated yeah. is the co-op mode okay that is huge and welcoming to an mm. entirely other group of people mm. because like starcraft 2 one of my favorite multiplayer games of all time i rarely played 1v1 because it's just so intimidating mm-hmm. and so intense and such a different beast than being able to play two-on-two with a friend and just playing with him and it more becoming of like, hey, what like crazy cool combo do you want to do? Like Mm. it became more about me and him hanging out than I got to beat this guy. I got to do everything I can to min-max and win. Different vibes. It's a completely different game and vibe. Mm -hmm. And I think having both of those now, even in early access is huge. I drive you shoot. So cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blood, lastly, I want to talk about the disconnect, I think, with traditional games media and this hugest game of the year. Do you know? Uh, it's I waited too long to talk about this game. Sure. Um, I think that... Can't say no to 10 million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, at E3, I don't think it, was, it received the huge attention that it would, that other games at E3 do. Do and I think it's just a different kind of game. Right? To be to be fair, to yeah. stop you for one sec. Mm-hmm. Also, 2017 games come out and then are just on to the next. Yeah, we, like I expected this game to to die. Right, flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. It feels like sure. so many games are even way higher budget games than this. Yeah, and it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, so does so does League of Legends. So does mm-hmm. Dota. So does Counter Strike Go. These are hugely popular games that we don't find ourselves frequently talking about on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that disconnect, blood. I want to talk about why that is. Uh, if they're just completely different audiences, or yeah, if if we're just tuned to a different kind of set of video games. Do you know? Um, I definitely think there's a bit of what you're saying that, like. Yeah, these kind of ongoing things where the the bullet points of what's changing and what's going on are either very granular or they're very focused on specific players and what those players are doing in those stories. Um, but I think also in terms of PUBG and uh, specifically is, like you said, it, it is an early access. It is, you know, just another one of those survival games and so until that word of mouth started hitting and people started like really getting the buzz it was hard to see what what makes this different than all these other games that look just like it Mm -hmm. and and so i i think it's just one of those things where people have been chipping away at this kind of concept and there's been that that faction of people that they've been interested in it want to get into it and 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 the offerings have just always sort of fallen short or never felt like they really got complete. Um, and this one is just like you were saying, it's just like right out the gate. You jump in, you have a great match. You feel like everything you want out of this is there. And like, mm. yes, it can be improved, 
but all the essentials of great game design are all, all like the inventory in the, in the first and foremost yeah. it's just so easy you go into a room you don't even have to like it doesn't tell you how to play doesn't tell you anything. You just jump in. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. D- house, sure, go there. G- walk in a room. There's there's stuff just on the ground. I'm like, all right, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it just everything falls into place. Yeah. I've never had it better explained uh, than than in this conversation just now. Uh, I, I I totally get it now, and I, I think that's really interesting. Poker tournament. Yeah, the poker <laughs> tournament. Yeah, and, and it just as John says, like lo- lots of people like Luck. to go to go to Vegas for the you know the uh, the World Series of Poker. Just like I could do it though. Yeah. If yeah. I get the right hands, I could do it. Chicken dinner. Yeah. And I think it's totally. I also yeah. think it's the type of game that doesn't need to be explained. Mm-hmm. Like this game doesn't need us. Like yes. this game does not sure. need the support of the Easy Allies podcast to be successful or understood <laughs> by anyone. Yeah. You just need to get it mm-hmm. and play it. Or don't and play something else. You know, sure. it's like, uh, you know, to com- to contrast it to the pseudo announcement, you know, it's like we have this announcement. We can kind of think based on his experience and maybe some of the games that we are rumored to be partnered with. Kind of we can piece together what this game might be. Yeah. So we're relying on like experiences that we've had, un- understanding of post games yeah. that we've played yeah. and kind of trying to put the whole thing together where it's like you just play one match of this game and that's it. There it is. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the magic, you understand why it's special. And so, like, what kind of clowns are we to just be like, well, what's really happening here? Is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and, and yeah. Let, me, let me pick your brain, Huber. You went down to Daybreak mm-hmm. and played H1Z1, yeah. Just Survive, and yeah. I, I tried to watch that stream, and I'm like, is, is anything actually happening right now? It's Yeah, and that's the thing, is H1Z1 is somewhat overwhelming, you know? Okay. And they're, they're going for maybe, like, more hardcore, and I know the creator of PUBG also worked on H1Z1. So there is a connection there. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing with H1Z1 Just Survive that's different is, one, there's zombies, and two, they're going for uh, base building, mm-hmm. attack and defend. So it's like a giant, persistent map that you you group together with clan members and build a fortress and defend it and attack other people's fortresses. Sure. So there's but, just a but like is it, how long would that process take, or is it just constantly ongoing? It's ongoing, so it's seasons. And I think that's the weakness mm-hmm. compared to PUBG because yeah. I think that what Huber's talking about, you get in, in and you play you, for yeah, 20, sure. 30 minutes, and it's and it's it. That's the mm-hmm. whole story. And then okay, start mm-hmm. fresh. You're not limited by this other team yeah. has this huge stockpile of resources mm-hmm. that you can't Especially really Especially if hope. you have a bad experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, that it'll, it'll be over soon. You'll get another shot soon to go in. And mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have to wait around. When I died at fourth place, you're out. Got Bye. Oh, you're done. Okay. Just, you, oh, there's you, happen. you don't have to wait around That's for cool. the match to end to get your end of game bonus or anything. Cool. You don't have to spectate. It's like you're done. You're dead. Move on. Play again. So I got. A, I'm sorry. I got a quick dumb question about H1Z1. Mm-hmm. H1Z1 King of the Hill yeah. is a different game? Yes. Okay. There's King of the Hill and Just Survive. So King of the Hill is still really huge on Twitch. Mm-hmm. King of the Hill is like a, a very popular game too. Mm-hmm. And so they want, they're making a completely separate game beside that. Mm-hmm. Does buying H1Z1 give you both, or is they like, this is a different game, you gotta buy this I one too? I think it does. Oh, okay. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure you get both. Okay, yeah. interesting. Okay. I, I think it might be one of those early access things where if you bought it, you get both, Got but it. eventually it's gonna split, and you can buy one or the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all hear that? It sounds like it's podcast halftime! Wow. Unexpected. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of September. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. 
Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the Allies. Check them out at www.hoaglaw.com. El Fanis. Ikeelis. Need a new car key or remote? Ikeelis.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type an offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Iron Harvest, a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920-plus to life. JoJo Dentco, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at Fastmower if you'd like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information or check out their brand new Kickstarter. Mango. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. The Scorn trailer is out. The Scorn trailer is out. Check oh, just, it out. Oh, you, they, 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 you saw a little. If you're watching oh, the yeah. podcast. Oh, okay. You got a little. You not only saw there. the brand new Scorn trailer there, but uh, uh, Iron Harvest also had a trailer nice. in August. So yeah, yeah. Got a little Harvest. taste of the gameplay there as well. They sent us some gorgeous screenshots, but now we got beautiful video. If you're a listener, Google those. Google Check them. those out. Yeah. Uh, real quick. When, yeah. when Blood was talking about H1Z1, like the big clan conglomerates taking over like you know resources and everything yeah what's cool is the dynamic of like a fame the blood hag being this lone wolf Mm -hmm. in that world and because you can make like small bases i can be a little hermit you can be a little hermit and just like Mm -hmm. take a little shack like up in the corner and like and like other clans will attack each other so you can be this third party coming in oh so there are like really cool dynamics in that sense okay cool whereas player unknown is I would abs- absolutely be a hermit, dude. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know he would. Also, uh, two uh, wide open spots for sponsorship for the Easy Always podcast oh, for the month of yeah, uh, yeah. Um, September. If you jump in now, you will be uh, for the month of October. And we'll give you like an extra October week for free. You won't, yeah, you right, won't be we'll charged say, until the beginning of October. But uh, October. Cool. if you want to jump in now, we would greatly appreciate it. Cool. Before we started the podcast, Huber was lamenting that... On the news weeks where Huber-esque news gets announced, he <laughs> doesn't get to be on. That's fair, yeah. We had all those Yakuza announcements last week, here. Huber. So, I've tacked on, you know what, I'm not sure on a normal week I would include this stuff. <laughs> what do you got for me? Some Resident Evil DLC yeah! announcements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, Resident Evil 7, uh, it was announced a long time ago that it would have free DLC. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't when when the game was first announced. When we first played through the game, yeah. we didn't know what that free DLC was for a reason. Yeah. Because after the credits, they show you what that free DLC is going to be. Yes. Mm. They do. Uh, do we say what Huber? Is it a spoiler to say what that is? Uh, I mean, we kind of have to. It, it has, is in the press release. It's a press release. It's on the image. It's out there. It's yes. been a long time. Give people though. Five seconds. To burn this tape. To burn this tape. Burn this tape. Mission Impossible style. Yes. You've got five seconds Because there is now. a very specific reason Four. why they would keep this a secret. Three. <laughs> two. You have time. 
one. And you burned it. Zero. Not a hero was the announced (laughs) DLC. Free. And you will play as Chris Redfield. Wow. Unexpected. (laughs) In first person? Yeah. 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 First person. Yeah. Chris Redfield. So that was pretty cool. And, And what... You know, I don't have to go into anything else. It's just kind of interesting that you get to play as Chris Redfield in this DLC. Yeah. Uh, that was delayed indefinitely earlier this year, uh, saying we want to make it good, I yeah. think was the official they announcement. They weren't right? happy with it. We're not happy with it. We want to make this good. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out, I think the behind the scenes was that it was outsourced originally, and then they're like, no, we're doing this internally at Capcom. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what's been announced. Uh, Biohazard 7... Sorry, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard Gold Edition will be released on December 12th of this year for PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox One. It will include the Band Footage Volume 1, Band Footage Volume 2, which I think both are already out, right? Yes, yeah. they're great. I streamed oh. those. Check mm-hmm. them out. Easy Allies Plays. Uh, not a Hero will be included, of course. Whatever, that's yep. free for everybody. Mm-hmm. But a new announcement, End of Zoe. Hero, yes. what does that even mean? What is End of Zoe? This is huge. Whoa. Jones' eyes lit this up. This is out of nowhere, yeah. Jones. And I, I read that this is a $15 thing. So this is, this is I think, a substantial piece of content. And, spo- like, full spoilers for Resident Evil, you know. Yeah. Again, you have three seconds. <laughs> no, 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 actually, don't. Don't, don't Dude, spoil an no, ending. Don't spoil okay. an ending. Don't spoil an ending. Don't spoil an ending. Okay. But we can say it's significant. It's it significant is to significant. see what happens with this character. Exactly. Yeah, you can say yes. that without spoiling an ending. Absolutely. Yes. So you, yeah, you get to see some other perspectives yeah. within the Resident Evil 7 story. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, which is which is out of nowhere, and I, I saw this. I was very excited. Yeah, and RE Seven plays with multiple spec- perspectives already. Well, they do a good job of that in the mm-hmm. game. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's something we know they can handle, and mm-hmm. something where you know you can explore that world as someone that's not you know the central character. And and I think it's good. I think it's funny to carry the gold edition torch for the Resident Evil yeah, series. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Not a lot of I remember franchises five did. had it. Yep. Did the, six have a gold edition? I don't know. Five, no definitely. Five I remember that box art. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hand out the prove-it ticket. Who's got a phone ready to do this? Oh, Jones. All right, right, Jones. I should know Take this. that prove-it ticket. Do, is there such thing as a Resident Evil 6 Gold Edition? Uh, so, yeah, he brings... Definitely not a four. Yeah. No. I don't remember a four Gold well, Edition. I just remember five Gold five. Edition. Five for sure. They're so specific. Maybe because it's Chris, they're bringing it back? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was cool. That was a that was kind of cool announcement. Cool to see it back. Cool to see them give it a date. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, well, I wonder if that's the only Resident Evil news we'll get within the next few months. <laughs> well, it's really important, too, for Game of the Year discussions. Um, I don't want to be political or, or Get political. Or get political. No, I mean, when you come out, they've bookended it nicely. Yes. They started the year, mm-hmm. and I was worried, not for Easy Allies, but just in general, I was worried that you know the Resident Evil 7 was going to be forgotten. Uh, near the end of the year. Yeah. It happens in movies too. It happens with movies. There's awards season. There's an Oscar season. Yeah, yeah. So coming out with the gold edition and two huge pieces of DLC right at the end of the year to remind everyone that Resident Evil 7 is a game that came out this year I think is really really big. Yeah. Uh, Blood, do you think there's anything to that? Do you think coming out at the end of the year sways people uh, voting on goatees? Do you think that's an actual thing? Um, probably not by a huge degree, but I think that there are a lot of outlets that kind of do use that little Christmas break uh, to to put together their final thoughts. But at the same time, 
you know, there, there are places, you know, like we did last year and like GT did that all that stuff's done before December 12th. Yeah. Did Easy Allies vote for Last Guardian because it came out in December? Uh, not me. <laughs> not me. I but I think there are definitely people. I think there are definitely people that hadn't played it yet who um, would have had an opinion either way that would have fought either more for it or more against it. Sure. Yeah, it uh, it's a funny argument to make. You know what I mean? Because I think it's inconsequential yeah. uh, to people, to people who buy video games. They For don't sure. care who wins Goaty, I think. Yeah, uh, but, but it's do. such a fun thing to always talk about. Oh, Resident Evil Seven. If this gets Game of the Year. Oh yeah, like Resident Evil so stuff. Back, <laughs> Jones. What did you learn? Um, there was a Resident Evil Six anthology um, that had a bunch of the old games with it, but no not gold. a gold edition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I found a, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't find anything about that, so I might not have dug deep enough. But I did find a lot of threads asking like. Where's the gold edition? <laughs> I like that. They brought back the gold. Yeah. Very nice. Also, is, the oh. Not a Hero DLC is confirmed to take place after Resident Evil 7. Yeah. So. Hubert, do you think like do you think the Horizon DLC and the Zelda DLC will keep those two games fresh in mind the same way? Yes. Those are two other great examples of games yeah. coming around on the back end. Mm-hmm. Award season. Yeah. Uh just and, and 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 you know we've brought this up at, at, at game of the year game awards. It's mm-hmm. it's what that game did during the entire year, whether it's multiplayer games being patched or yeah. you know when you look at Horizon, it's gonna be that and the expansion all encompassing. Same with Resident Evil Seven. So you look at the whole package of that game in that year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's just the way that works now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we got on to this discussion. I didn't want to, to belabor it too much. What about PUBG? We're talking about goaties. Oh, I I think it'll get in some spots. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's it's impact. I think it's yeah. I Jones. think one thing that could keep it is a technicality of it not being finished. Yeah, that. Yeah. The early access. Is yeah. it, it going to come out of that this year? Do they say anything? Or? They have not. Again, mm, it's coming to they're, X- they're, they're doing would, the smart thing. Does the Xbox One version have a launch date? Uh, the Xbox One as well is early access. Yeah. So yeah, you can have early access games. I think they call it something like preview or something like that. But yeah, it is also early access on Xbox One. Because it's tough. Because it's like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people that are playing it now, that are obsessed with it. It's the only game I played. It's the only game I need. Why wouldn't you give it credit this year? Mm-hmm. And what if we did? And then next year, it finally launches. And they have a mm-hmm. big launch and there's a big deal. And they add all this content. And then it's the end of 2018. And people are like, you pub. And we're like, we did it last year. You yeah, know, yeah, and they're yeah. like, well, no, but it launched this yeah. year. It's like, mm-hmm. we're not doing it twice. So you, you yeah. do have to wait until that final it's out. Like, I'm cool official with that. release. I'm totally I agree. cool with waiting for official release. Yeah, I agree. You just played Arc Survival of played Arc Survival of Just came out somehow. Yeah. I played the first time on PC at game trailers. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Put that, that game in perspective. Feels like it's been out for five years. Yeah. And like launched many, many times. Had many like named up content updates <laughs> to yeah. an early access game. Yeah, there's many ways to do early access. It's interesting. There's ways to make games worse too. Uh in the things that you add, you oh, can DLC. overcomplicate a thing. Yeah, can yeah. maybe make a game worse or yeah. no, DLC wasn't very great right yeah if that very zelda great. dlc sucks bye dude yeah yeah you're a bad game now no yeah. <laughs> it's now time for love and respect love, love and respect. respect i would like to play a game with you all this one comes to us from ryan bonici let's play the game is called color splash the following game cartridges were different colors than Ooh. the normal grays we were used to identify the correct color for each game 
Multiple choices available. Bonus points for blurting out the right answer. Blurting out. Yeah. There's going to be some Excellent. blurting out. Yeah. yeah I'm already thinking out. of some. <laughs> Blurt. I have one that I hope is on there. Okay. I've got a couple that I hope on there. All right. We'll see if we get there. Okay. Our first game. SNES Doom. No blurts. Okay. Here we go. Our multiple choices are. Black. Oh. Black, red, and gold. I'll tell you already. Huber was incorrect. So it's between red and gold. <laughs> it's red. Oh, yeah. Red. I'll go with red. Yeah, it's a point for blood. And I don't remember seeing a red Doom cart, though. Um, yeah. This says this is negative points for blurting out wrong ones. I'm going with it. That's too funny. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. That negative one. What? Okay, you didn't know before. You didn't know yeah. before. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. <laughs> any, more, any more blurting out the wrong one, you, okay. get, you get penalized. Fair enough. I'm so excited. I would say you got penalized there by reducing <laughs> it to two for these two anyway. So, yeah, that was, you already got your penalty. N64... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Blue? Blue, yellow, or green? Blue. Blue. You know what? I think we should just give it to Jones for blurting That it. is the blurt, yeah. No, no I get double, they get one. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jones, you get double. Because they trusted me. But yeah. Like, and you're nice. on the oh, that feels good because I have no connection to that franchise. How'd you like, know it was blue, dude? I could just see yeah, it in my head. You know? That's yeah. so fun. Like, how, how cool is that? Tony yeah. Hawk's Pro Skater being blue. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, this is a Game Boy Advance cartridge. Boktai, the sun is in your hand. Transparent. Blue, black, or clear? Clear. Oh, clear. Sure. Yeah, that's two for blood. <laughs> I have that game, so it's really easy to remember that crazy cart. Yeah, that's cool. Because you can actually see the solar sensor inside of the cartridge. Oh, right, cool. if you play outside, which is so dumb for a Game Boy Advance game because that screen sucked in the sunlight, but yeah, it was cool. What do you get if you play in the sunlight? Just like more You power? have to play in the sunlight. You have to? Yeah, that's how you charge your gun. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, a good My reference is uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. Sunlight! Yeah. Did you not is lock that, that weapon? That's the Boktai thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Kojima. Yep. Kojima loving Kojima. I liked the wind gun. Yes, dude. That one's wrong. <laughs> Another Nintendo 64 cartridge. Earthworm Jim 3D. Hmm. Choices are yellow, blue, or red. Mm. Jones. Blue. Bloodworth. Blue. Huber. Blue. It's yellow. I, yeah, I don't remember I was that. gonna say I don't yellow. That being colored. Why'd you all three land? I guess because he's got blue. He's got the blue uh, suspenders. The, the little none of those really seem like just, from gym yeah. colors. There are very few that I remember being yellow. I think, yeah, so. yeah, he's got blue trim on his suit, I think. Do, yeah. uh, do we want another Earthworm yes, Jim? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Good, me too. Yes. Okay. Do you want it to be 3D? No. No. Oh my god, in this in this Sonic ma post Sonic yeah. Mania yeah. universe yeah. we live in, mm -hmm. give it the Mania treatment. Okay. Yeah. I want a I want a animated uh, teaser trailer though. When it comes out, I want like a full on animated thing. Yeah, we just need good yeah. level design. But uh, <laughs> oh, if it had like Rayman vibes, you know, like if it was, um, I mean, an action version of that type of animation. Like we've talked about Earthworm Jim. I do not care for that game. Well, that, Loved the animated series. Well, that's the thing. Like that game has a lot of cool things. Yeah, it has extremely frustrating level design. Yeah, that's sure. why yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for it, sure. It's hard it, to figure out what you can really? grab onto and where you're going. Yeah. Everything looks dumb and wacky. Yeah. I don't know. Some cool environments. Okay. 
I, I really, yeah, I mean, I appreciated the character designs and, yeah. and the environments and, and all the art that was in there. But really cool action Earthworm Jim has multiple Doc Brown spider monsters. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I don't know. It has a lot you of get, variety, like, the too. Cool, the cool race levels. Yeah. Those okay. are so fun. Okay. You pick up the little orbs and yeah, go faster. Sonic, yeah. And just, like, whipping it really just It really just came to... down to... It really just came down to control and frustration. That that's what where it killed it. But people overlooked it because it was such a cool, cool looking game. Yeah. People overlooked it because it was cool. Overlooked the problems. Yeah. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Thank you. We have an NES cart. Bible Adventures. Baby blue, black, or clear. Baby blue. Bloodworth. Baby blue. Black. There are two correct answers. Whoa. Baby blue and black. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Yeah. That's a point funny. for everybody. I oh, like wow. that. That's That's black is kind of like those Tengen carts too, right? Yeah, I think any I think Bible Adventures was not an official cart. No, it was not. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely not. I think that's kind of funny. It was like totally like a bootleg that's game. A angry video game nerd classic. Bible Adventures? Back. Oh yeah. We have another N64 cart. Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. Whoa. <laughs> N64. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised by that, too. This must be late N64. Red, green, or black? Bloodworth, you first on this one. Green. Jones? I like green. 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 Stop that. It's black. It's black. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like when you all still. three go for the same one, it's Yeah, so it's hard to go yeah, against yeah, yeah. blood. <laughs> he sounds so certain, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, I think this is the easiest one. I shouldn't have even said that. All right, here we go. Another N64 cart. Pokemon Stadium 2. Oh, that's gold and silver. Half red, half blue. Half red, half white. Half gold, half silver. Gold, silver. Gold, maybe. silver. Yeah, blood for blood. <laughs> well, did you have that he, cart? He I had that cart. Up, so. Really? Yeah. yeah. You played that game? Yeah. You get you get blood two for that, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, where did Bloodworth? Where did you work before game trailers? Planet GameCube. Okay. I just feel well, like we, G four before that, but I, ooh, G four, okay. Blood and G four. I didn't. I don't know. This is a time Planet line, GameCube. So it was like Nintendo focused. Yeah, it's Nintendo okay. World Report now. What is this? What? Yeah. Unfair advantage. You could have bought that game. You could have bought that I'm game. I'm pretty sure I had that game before. I just like Nintendo World Report. Blood, what I is your like favorite blood, Pokemon? Blood we never talk Pokemon with you. What is your favorite Pokemon? I mean, the most time I put in was with Silver, so that was the time. You know, like yeah. th I had the transfer pack and everything. What was for your that. favorite Pokemon? Oh, for like the actual G like creature. creature. Yes. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Like, what? I don't know. You got him. What? <laughs> Whoa! Who's your starter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jones, is there a Growlithe? I don't actually. I know went with that. I went the owl with the new one, but that I I never got off that far into. Um, uh, Rowlet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jones, who's your favorite? Uh, probably Charizard. Oh, really. yeah, yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. It's very, very standard. Seven. Very uncreative, but, uh, but it's um, a, uh, it was the, Who's the basic ghost guy? You can, like, you, like Gasly. Gasly. Gengar, but it's Ghastly. Ghastly's yeah. probably my, behind that. Just style-wise. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I wouldn't play with them, so uh -huh. it's hard to say, like, well, if he's not in my party, is it really Dang, my favorite? Dang, you remember when he turned into Haunter and you were so stoked? Oh, like, like, oh, I can't remember. Yes, what he goes from here? And people love Gengar. Do you love Gengar? Too many good poems. I do kind of like the big ones, like the Gyarados and Onyx. Yeah. You like, got that red Gyarados? Remember that guy? 
What's that? Remember that red Gyarados? Which one was? <sighs> okay. So uh, come give him a this break. Black and white game, I don't man. remember red. How do you forget a red Gyarados? How do you forget it? I don't know, man. Collecting 700 of these things. <laughs> the, the, the way I played Silver was super weird because I think I put 300 hours into Silver and I never beat the game. Oh. Wow. This is like running around collecting did Pokemon. Did you put 300 hours I into not, Silver? I did yeah. not put 300 into <laughs> Silver. But that's when I was riding, that's yeah. when I was riding the bus back and forth across yeah. LA. And so it was just like, <laughs> I would play Pokemon on the bus for like hours on end and then I would come wow. home and then stick it in the Super Game Boy and keep playing at home. Bloodborne, dude, I'm loving yeah. this. Right and then now. transferring them into Pokemon Stadium 2 with a silver and gold cart. And then playing that uh that's that Scyther log cutting minigame, man. Scyther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scyther's weak. Uh Scyther doesn't Scyther is like Scyther! That's what Scyther sounds like that, yeah. Get out of here, Scyther. Scyther's cool. Uh we have another N64 cartridge. Rayman 2. Whoa. Is it yellow, green? Or blue? Yellow. Yellow. Blue? It's green. (laughs) 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 Were these like limited editions? I really like (laughs) did not think there were this many colored cards. Yeah, this is fun. I really haven't gotten to the one I want though. Yeah. All right. Surprise. Might not be on there. We have two more. Okay. Um Huber, you're basically out at this point, but I think Jones has a chance. Or, right, right. yeah, you're too, you're close. All right, hold on. Let me actually do the math here because we, <laughs> we might have some drama here. Drama. Uh, Jones, you're at six. Oh, yeah, Bloodworth, you're at six. And Huber, you're at four. You could actually tie. Yeah, okay. this okay. is gone. All right. Game Boy cartridge. Mm. The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons. Clear, gold, or red? Red. Red. Clear. The answer is... Clear. Damn. <laughs> I don't eat weird. Was that like a special version of it? No, that's just the colors they were. Yeah. Weird. I never played Oracle. Well, well here's the thing. Is I can like, visualize those cartridges. I remember somebody bringing them into work and like they weren't special colors at all. I don't think. Here's what's weird about that is, oh, I think this was Game Boy Color only, wasn't it? It kind of c- conflicts with the, the entirety of this game because uh, all Game Boy Color only games are clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I wonder if this is truly special or, or not. I wonder. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think that it's not unusual. Yeah. It's not unusual to be clear on a Game Boy Color. Uh, okay. Final cartridge. Super Nintendo cartridge. Killer Instinct. Black. Black. It's totally black. Is it metallic chrome, black, or clear? Black. Metallic chrome. The only way to win, right? Uh, it is black, and so Daniel Bloodworth wins the cartridge game. I'm curious what uh, what you had. What what did you want to hear? Maximum Carnage, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's oh, that's red, red, right? red, that's a blood red, red, red maximum, maximum carnage, carnage in the Super Nintendo. Donkey Kong 64 is yep, yellow. The yellow one. Mm-hmm. There uh, is also the gold Ocarina of Time. I'm yeah. pretty sure like Battle Tanks 2 was red. Yeah. The original Zelda gold. Yeah. Zelda gold. Zelda yeah. was gold for a long time. It's hard to explain how special these cartridges felt. Oh. Right. Turok 2 Seeds of Evil is black. Yes. Oh, that's hardcore. Yes. Oh. That's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You're right. They are special. Just yeah. holding those. Mm-hmm. They had a weight. Were the WWE games black as well? No Mercy was black. Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore. Mm. Just Pokemon Blue. That, that just blue of that cartridge. Man. <laughs> Man, that felt special. Yeah, I mean, because all your other games are gray. It's almost, ugh, oh, ah, ha. Yeah. Genesis <laughs> cartridges were black, right? Pretty much? Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like normally black. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what kind of ties into that is that uh, uh, 30th anniversary Street Fighter 2 that was announced as a mm-hmm. red card that burns up your Super Nintendo console. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of colors, though. That's strange. Like, I keep seeing, like, new tweets with different colors for that cartridge. So here's what I know of is the big release of the red, and then, there like, 5,500 of them are glow-in-the-dark Blanca-colored. Okay. So what's the other one? Whoa. Maybe there's just the two. Oh, okay, yeah. Glow-in-the-dark But So you order the red, and then 5,500 lucky people get the glow-in-the-dark Blanca edition. That's so cool. Yeah. The, the thing, yeah, that, that's a disclaimer on that. I don't want to understand what that's about. Like, is it's there just some, special, dude. Is there something weird with the cartridge? Oh, the burning thing. Yeah. Or are they just, like, saying that you really shouldn't plug in a Super Nintendo in 2017? No, I saw some theories on it, Blood, in, in that it, like, uses a different power. Like, it's sending more power to the actual console than the actual old carts. And okay. so there's some pieces inside of that cart that are not identical. Oh, it's not just to the, the paint itself? Right. I it thought is. it might be that. It's that, an actual... Uh, they're, like, taking all cartridges and painting over the paint. And right. So that one. But he's saying it's the, it's well, the circuit boards are probably... They're probably just... You can't make them be perfect right now like with today's components mm-hmm. and so they're sending a lot of juice into the system that it wasn't designed to be have sent into it this and week's best it still seems i'm gonna weird. put that cartridge into super nintendo how long until it, how long until it lights on fire <laughs> you know what i'm in let's do it john yeah them specifically warning to have a fire extinguisher on hand it's so scary I bet yeah. two, di- two days is mine two days <laughs> You just leave it. Put running. a webcam on it. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really at that point, should you tell people that it's playable? <laughs> like, should you have like a little? Like, if there's a one percent chance of it burning down a house, no. Like, don't play it. Don't right. play it. Yes. If there's a one percent, like that chance. cartridge slot should have <laughs> yeah. like a key yeah. to like open it up and stick it into the Super Nintendo. Download yeah. one of the many versions of yeah. that game instead. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's special to own. It's special to know <laughs> yeah. it could work, but yeah, don't. But it's funny to warn people about using the <laughs> an object in the sole purpose that it was created for. It's like, it's like, and you get your commemorative edition framed artwork, do not hang on walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this oh, could destroy reasons, your wall. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Jones, it is exactly, yeah, yeah. How strange. It's all, yeah, you're right. It defeats the purpose entirely. It's kind of like, we can do it, but we'll have to do this. Like, oh, well, I guess we got to do it. It's like, just don't, don't. <laughs> but it's a fire. Yeah. Or make it like bigger, a smaller, like a keychain thing or yeah, something. It's no joke. Yeah. It's going to ruin your Super Nintendo and light your house on fire. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Woo. Just don't. It's a hot game. Yep. Figure out a way to like, don't release it until it does. We have a pretty juicy one here. This is, the, you know what? I'm going to say spicy instead of juicy. We got juicy, we got spicy. This is spicy. This is on the spicy spectrum. Oh, boy. Greetings from Houston, allies. Oh. Oh, yeah. From, from someone from Houston. I hope you're okay. Hope things are going okay. Uh, Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night makes me mad. Good topic. Ooh, yeah, okay. Like that. Don't get me wrong. I adore Castlevania and think the game will be fantastic. However, it okay. frustrates me that after leaving behind old franchises such as Castlevania, Banjo-Kazooie, Mega Man, etc., that esteemed creators will try to create something so thematically similar or similar in a gameplay department. Both Banjo-Kazooie and Ukulele star a jolly bipedal animal who has a sassy flying, flying sidekick who they use for power-ups. Both have the same bouncy, quirky soundtrack, uh, not to mention they're nearly identical in design. 
While the similarities don't necessarily dictate the quality of said games, as someone who considers themselves an artist, it's baffling to me that these wonderfully creative individuals would want their next project to be so similar to their previous work that it enters knockoff territory. Why do you think this is, and does it bother you the same way it does me? Would you rather see them iterate in a completely new genre of style or stick to the status quo, love and respect, Davis? I'm wondering if Igarashi loves Castlevania so much, and this is a way for him to do a Castlevania game with complete control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's. But don't you want to see him like do anything that's on a side scrolling? You get experience for whipping things or hitting things with your sword inside of a huge building with the, that has the exact same map as all the others. You do you think he's limiting himself as an artist? Maybe, but. If that's what he loves, you know, mm-hmm. like artists stick to what they do. They stick to what they love, like anywhere from musicians to filmmakers. Like Tarantino has a very specific style. It sure he branches out in like different time periods, but he still has that style of filmmaking that he does. So, you know, it, it's hard to ask a creative person to create something different. I wish I could. Look. There's a there's a very recent relevant example Watch of this. Me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, Stamper Brothers, right, of Rare? Yeah. Uh, they have just today announced a game. I didn't pull it in. Oh. Uh, and it looks just like Donkey Kong Country. And in fact, you're playing a crocodile that looks like a Kremlin, and that's your character. Huh. Uh, it looks like you play it by tapping, so I think it's mobile-based. Oh, I, w- I should have pulled it. I should have pulled that name. That's funny for those guys to pop out of retirement and do that, yeah. Yeah, and it's, they're making a Donkey Kong Country game. Same kind of thing. Like, why are you making this? Uh, that one. That one's weirder to me than the others. How come? Because the others, there's this sense that these creators more or less left their companies because what their projects, the things that they've invested all this time in, weren't going to get greenlit. Yeah. You know, like they didn't have any future for this franchise with the publisher. So it's like, all right. Yeah. I'm just going to go make it on my own then. Right. It seems like Microsoft had no interest in making a regular old Banjo-Kazooie game. Right. Yeah. I hear you. And same with Konami and making a Castlevania game. Uh, Jones, how do you feel about this as an artist yourself? Uh, I, I go along with Huber. Like Stuff like this doesn't really upset me, especially because uh, it's fun. If somebody made like a trend of it, you know, if somebody literally made like five copycat games in a row and they were mm-hmm. just clearly stuck in a rut, and you're like, come on. But if it's just that one opportunity... You know, like I'm always, I'm always willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. The only thing specifically about Bloodstained, it's interesting they bring that up as an example, is it's like there are some artistic components to that game. And I'm like, come on. Like you boot up the menu and it's like you could have made this look a little different. You know, like yeah. the the uh, the lines that surround, uh, you know, like items that you pick up, like the little like details in the corner, like are almost identical to Symphony. Like sure. the, the, the selecting things, the sound effects and the menus um, that it's it's not a thing where I'm like, gosh, it really feels like you've stunted yourself creatively or like Ugh, I want to see you grow more. It's like, this is really hard for me to get Symphony out of my head right now. And I really want to get absorbed in this, especially yeah. because it's not just a throwaway story. It's actually kind of an interesting story about how she gets her powers. And, um, you know, there is kind of like a pain component to it, you know, where like it looks like she's being attacked or almost like hurting herself. Kind of like in a Shadow of the Colossus kind of a way of like trying to get stronger and gain new abilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like when it's in those moments, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. It feels fresh and new. And then like somebody dies or I level up and it's like... It's like, oh, that's the same, <laughs> that's the same sound effect. So, um, can I put on my business suit? Can I, can I, can I talk about brands? Corporate Kyle, let's go. I think they made the right call. I think you're mm-hmm. making way more money 
with ukulele looking as close to banjo kazooie uh-huh. yeah, yeah, as yeah. possible. 100%. I think you're making the most money. You're optimizing the money you can make making it as close. To- so like another thing is these are crowdfunded games. Yeah. And uh, the way to make money, the way to get eyeballs is to look as close to those things as they did before. Uh Mega Man uh, uh sorry, Mighty Number no. 9 needed to look identical to Mega Man, mm-hmm. you know, to show that this I'm making oh, a Mega Man. Game. Game. Yeah, exactly. If it's just I'm making this weird game where you're just um you're little you're a little cotton puff and you <laughs> float off into space and w- w- when the cotton puff runs into alien species, uh it can it can tickle them and and, and their laughter creates experience <laughs> points and you're like shut up, shut up, shut up. Make a Mega Man game. And so it's like that, you know, it, it, I, I kind of think they're doing the right thing to make money. And so I, I get it. I totally get it. I'm yeah. not disappointed in them. Well, and I think to kind of piggyback on that, I think it's a smart place to start. To start with a foundation mm. that people are familiar with, people are going to get on board with. And then once people have played a Bloodstained or a ukulele and they know what that is, then hopefully there's enough momentum to where your next game can be more creative and hopefully that they actually go in that direction and not just keep making more of the same good point blood i think that uh the reception to ukulele was more chilly than i expected right but i still think platonic announces their next game and everybody's all in i I agree with you there i think that we're excited to see their next game we're super excited well i mean bloodstained is not out yet uh but yeah like why not be really excited oh we're all gonna give it a shot yeah Mm mm-hmm I think the other thing too is that like Mega Man's in an interesting position because I uh, um, I'm speaking completely out of turn because I have not I did not grow up with Mega Man that was not one of my favorite franchises growing up but like it seems more likely that Capcom might suddenly release a new Mega Man or might do something interesting with the franchise where like there are no more banjos coming out Mm -hmm. there are no more Castlevanias coming out yeah like that'll be very rare you'll get some weird you know pachinko mobile Castlevania game but like yeah Capcom definitely has. that that branding they keep that alive but what is it uh what was the other nindy that was announced red dragon something oh, dragon yeah baby that game looks awesome from they're like mega man zero developers yes yeah yeah, yeah. Inti, the, Inti creates yeah yep so okay so the, did they they did work on some of these other games then too right Inti creates worked on a lot of this stuff yeah, yeah. they worked on mighty number no. nine as well as cool games <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah so it's interesting to see that a lot of those developers aren't at Capcom anymore. So yeah. obviously Capcom, you know, they could get the Shovel Knight guys, you know, to make a new Mega Man game or or they could find other other developers to be interested in that. No way they're for sale. Huh? No way. No way Shovel Knight. What is the name of the studio by the way? Yacht Club. Yacht, Yacht Club, Club thank you. There's not they're not for sale. I'm not saying Capcom's they're for like, sale, but I'm yeah. saying like they hire that developer to make a Mega Man game because They'd say no. They said get get lost. We're making our own stuff. We're making Shovel Knight too. We're getting Amiibo made. You're telling me that Yacht Club games wouldn't take a huge contract. Yes, I'm telling you that. <laughs> okay. Whoa, sounds like a bet. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a hard yeah. bet to prove. I would never win that bet because it'll never happen. Um, but here's why. Here's why is because Nintendo is supporting their franchise with Amiibo. I think that's huge. Yacht Club has a franchise, a video mm-hmm. game franchise. They launched themselves, their own IP. Yeah. I think that's way Shovel huge. Knight yeah. Amiibo? Yeah. has four Amiibo. So hyped, dude. Yeah. I bet they're just like... Yeah, I think because that's, so that's cool. why. That's why I, I think they're just like too successful. Kratos in Shovel Knight. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Um, 
But it, going back to the Stamper Bros, I wish I could remember this game so everybody could Google it. It does make that so much more weak blood because Tropical Freeze is so great. Right. It's like not, not like a Nintendo has abandoned Donkey Kong Country at yeah. all. Yeah. Those games are still coming out and they're still super good. And so it is kind of funny to just be like, well, we want to keep doing that. Like, yeah. All right. And with Bloodstained, like, we are getting really good Metroidvania games. Axiom Verge, Hollow Knight, Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. But nothing that, like, is clearly a ripoff of Castlevania in that style. And so... You know, him, him bringing this is not like, oh, you're yeah. doing your take. Okay. Um, it's like, it feels good to go back. And so so all of my, you know, stylistic complaints that I would raise against that are moot because I'm going to play it. So, you know, I can complain all I want, but uh, I'm, I'm there day one. What a nightmare. <laughs> it's time for bets. Uh, by the way, thank you to everybody who submits love and respect. Those are $5 and up Patreon patrons of our, our Patreon at Easy Allies patreon.com slash easy allies and yeah so they they submit a bunch i pluck two or three put them in the show and it's fun always fun topics to launch off from yeah they've had some great games lately yeah yeah the cart game was fun that was a fun game. i saw i accidentally because i print those i print that out every week yeah. so you and when the ahead. pages are printing out i saw that color game it was like oh ooh, and we didn't play it last week i was like oh i want to play that oh one. yeah yeah i pulled it a couple weeks in a row here right yeah <laughs> it's a fun one wait so you cheated but i just saw the headline I just you clearly didn't cheat with the way you performed no yeah <laughs> Harsh. The proof is, yeah, uh, performance. <laughs> so, Destiny 2 releases on a Wednesday. Very unusual. It is. Yeah. There are people. Hour and 45 minutes ago. Yep, 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 yep. Huber <laughs> is dying to play this game. It's true. Uh, it releases Wednesday, uh, the day this, this podcast launches, September 6th. What will the trophy percentage be for the following trophy? Long and winding road. Reach level 20. Brandon Jones. I'm a dummy. I think this is way low. 8%. Daniel Bloodworth. I'm going high. 65%. Yes. Whoa, what a Super. range. I'm also going really high. 74.3. Uh, okay, Jones, I think we got a shot, buddy, but I don't know, because I said 22%. Okay, okay, okay. All right, let me lock those in. Ooh. I mean, Can I tell you something? Are way low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Jones revealed his number, Huber, like, looks both ways. Like, yeah. Like, like whoa, Jones, eight percent. Yeah. Like uh, it's the kind of like somebody left a hundred dollar bill on the sidewalk, yeah. and you're like, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah, that is exactly the expression. Yeah. He made. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. Ben went to Seattle mm-hmm. to play Destiny Two early for uh-huh. the preview. Yeah. I mean, he hit that. Oh no. While he was up there. Oh. That was the whole point, is to get up there. And I'm thinking oh. of, and I'm thinking of Destiny One. Like you hit level cap before you beat the game. But nobody beats a game in a week. Regular people, like the, we got to think of regular people. That's regular people are. aren't buying Destiny on day the one. The fever <laughs> of Destiny Two oh. right now is max. Can't I'm win so them all. Can't win them all. But that was my thinking. Yeah, it's either eight percent or eighty. It's there's no middle yeah. ground. It's yeah. either everybody or nobody. It could be like forty. I'm something. nervous. I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. Let's talk about last week's bet. Had a bet about Knack Two. Mm. Oh. Knack 2 uh, released September 5th this week. How long, <laughs> our bet was about, how long will it be until Knack speaks? Oh, yeah. Brandon Jones, you bet it would be 22 seconds. Daniel Blood, or Damiani, uh, in your seat, Blood, uh, bet 42 seconds. Bradley Ellis bet 1 minute and 30 seconds. I bet 1 minute and 8 seconds. Blood, what do you think? How long did it take for Knack to talk? Oh, gosh. That's a pretty pretty low, like thirty seconds maybe. Huber counted this for us. He, he's reviewing that too. 
He, he was very nice. To, I've uh, seen s- enough knack in the last two <laughs> days yeah. to never want to hear him speak again. Whoa. We're, here, we're doing a full playthrough. Uh, I buddy. know. Okay. I know. <laughs> Get ready. Knack speaks. <laughs> One minute and 37 seconds into oh. NAC 2. That's a huge run, huge huge home run for Brad, who bet 130. Yeah. Nice. He nailed it. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. NAC 2 is a solid game. Our <laughs> review mm-hmm. should be going up this week. Hey, hey, don't do any promotions before it's promotion time. Ve- Sorry. It's fine. It's good to promote. But he, but he is in the right chair, right? It's good to promote. Uh, yeah, Huber's in that winning seat. Yeah, he used it up. You don't get to promote anything. Uh, so the Purple Platypi now have 16 points. Ooh, that was good. I think that win fired you up. Uh, Red Eagles, 20. Kaka! They're four back, Jones. I know. No, I and know. with this Destiny 2 bet, they're going to be three back. Yeah. <laughs> but then they lose Dawn, right? At two? They lose Dawn at two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. So, win at your own peril. Though, again, no Don again this week. I called him on the phone. We missed him before he left, and I called him. He did not return my call. So, driving. Uh, what's up? It's probably driving. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's he driving was driving. Home. He did the right thing and not picking up. But, yeah, yeah. we didn't, again, we did not have a Don bet. Uh, let me talk about uh, a little further patreon.com slash easy eyes and what easy eyes is. How we do what we do. We're not just this podcast. We, we are a YouTube channel where we post lots of videos, uh, reviews, previews, uh, 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 Dungeons and Dragons. And we're also a website where you can go and see all those videos. You can see our, our, our schedule in your own time zone. All the things that are coming up on our, our YouTube channel, the videos we're making, but also the live streams. We're also on Twitch. We do a lot of live streaming all the time. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash easy allies is where you can go to check out that stuff. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? I think that's like that encompasses yeah, all of that, us. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean there are more things, but it's fine. Okay. Yeah, there are more things. There's even more than what I just <laughs> said. Uh, Michael Huber, because you were sitting in that Brandon Jones seat. Oh no, let's talk about goals. Sorry. Did you reach your goal? What was your no. goal? I forgot. Oh, to talk about Star Harry Wars? Potter and Star Wars. And oh yeah, dude. No. We talked about Sifo-Dyas for a second. I but... talked about Sifo-Dyas. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. barely talked about it. I know. Oh, for two. I know. Yeah. Steve, right two. <laughs> Daniel Bloodworth, how did you do on your goal of picking Huber's brain? Uh, I did good. I picked his brain about H1Z1. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. <laughs> Brandon Jones, how did you... Oversaturated. <laughs> what was the stupid phrase? What was yeah. your goal? Wow. Unexpected. Yeah. Oh. Three or four times. I swear I swear your goal is secretly to sabotage this podcast. Have with you liked goals. any of my goals the last like eight episodes? <laughs> like what I'm just gonna run it by you. I'm gonna you pick my goal next week. How about Can I that? I pick your goal right yeah, now? Yeah, that's okay. The, all right, you're so gonna pick my goal for next week. Are right you now. ready for Brandon Jones's next goal for next week? It is to actively improve the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. That is Brandon Jones. So at some point in the podcast, you have to make a clear like decision. Like right now, I'm going to actively improve this podcast. All right. Okay. You're not going to like what I do. Who's on next week? So I'm going to be really Um, proud of myself at the end, and you're still not going to be happy. So I don't know what that accomplishes. I think it's Brad and Damiani, right? Next week? Is Brad and Damiani? Wait, did you see Damiani was in the season? Brad and Damiani. Oh, right, right. So yeah, it'll be Ian and Ben. Holy moly. So something's going to go off the rails, and Jones is going to have to get it back on. Uh, my goal was to retire my catchphrase, uh, What a Nightmare, which has been retired. Had a good run. Yeah. 
Uh, but you know, you got to keep your your catchphrases fresh, and so yeah. Wait, didn't you true. say that like before Castlevania? He or, said or it today. Yeah, yeah, that was retired. That was, yeah. that was he retired. retired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so at episode seventy six, I now am, I have to find a new catchphrase. That may be my goal next week. Hate to see it go, but love to watch it leave. <laughs> Yo. My God. Like the way that catchphrase wiggles out the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Uber. You guys are crazy. That is one fine catchphrase. Um, Uber. <laughs> you guys are out of control. <laughs> We're not. Even, you know what? I've lost my wits. Yeah. I lost my wits before this podcast. I've been pretending. It's not even eleven o'clock yet. Yeah, I've been pretending to have Looney my wits tunes. still. In three weeks, when I'm on the podcast again, yeah. my goal. Is to have you reach your wits end. <laughs> Push him too far. This is a phrase I said out loud at, during our 50-hour marathon. I said, I am at my wits end. So and I meant it. Uh, oh. Hubert. Mac tooth coming up. Yeah. <laughs> got some wits ends coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a marathon. Uh, you're in Brad's seat. You get the right responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Okay. Take it uh, away. I'm at Michael P. Huber. Uh, final word is pretty jolly podcast. I didn't, didn't disagree with anything today, I don't think. So what do you want to reiterate? Reiterate? Um, what do you want to pass on? Nintendo, man. Make more SNES classics to uh, carry on the legacy of older games to the next generation of gamers that didn't get an opportunity to play these classics, please. Okay. Uh, then what? You get to promote a thing. The thing. It knack 2 full playthrough this Friday, the 8th of September. Tentative 4 p.m. start. Just check check easyallies.com. Check easyallies.com for the exact start time. It's going to be between 4 and 7 p.m. Pacific time, somewhere around there, for a full, complete, one-sitting playthrough no of NAC2 co-op. Mm-hmm. No sleep until the credits are done. Someone might end up being asleep. Yeah, we'll, somebody we'll find will out sleep. Who. It will somebody not be us. <laughs> the co-op, Hugh, I'm excited to just like punch pieces through the other NAC. For sure. Mm. There's cool stuff in that co-op. Full full co-op abilities. Yes. Are, yeah. It's co-op not abilities. just it's not just like here's another version of you. It's mm-hmm. you guys can You can do stuff. Do stuff. I mean it is here's another version of you, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, he has no part <laughs> in the story, I That's believe. True. Yeah, he's just a, a, a made up little double. For sure. Oh, 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 it's a, oh something's up. Oh, he's up. It's coming over. Expecto Patronum! <laughs> I am enjoying these microtransactions.